Bee community. I am your host, Georgia Dostal, and welcome to the Balanced Ballerinas podcast. Ooh, I haven't said that for a while. I want you to join me on this journey where we explore mindset, self-development, the transformative power of movement. We delve into nutrition, small business insights, goal setting, and of course, the profound impact of ballet, all while seeking that crucial balance within this beautiful art form. In each episode, you'll get an exclusive peek behind the curtain of my life, managing two thriving businesses, GC Dance for school-age students and Balance Ballerinas catering to the adult ballet community. I'd love you to tune in as I bring you conversations with incredible guests aiming to inspire you to find that delicate balance between grit and grace, embracing the enchantment that a regular ballet practice can bring to our daily lives. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Balance Ballerinas Academy, offering in-person adult ballet classes and online courses. I'd love you to check out the show notes for links to join our fantastic community or visit balanceballerinas.com for further information. Now, it has been a really long time since I've jumped behind the mic and today's episode is a solo one. You've got just me, me and my cup of tea. And I am filling you in on the last couple of months. Yes, the last episode was on the 5th of October. So essentially, there's been a two and a half-ish month break from the regular pod. And that's because I had a baby. So Bo Theodore Dostal was born on the 23rd of June, 2023. So he's got a pretty cool birthday, 230623. And... He's just adorable. We love him very, very much. And everything they say about motherhood is true. And all the stereotypes are true. And especially the quote about, you know, two things can be true at the same time. It has been one of the most difficult and hardest things I've ever done. He, I look at him sometimes and I'm like, oh my gosh, you are the most challenging little man I've ever come across the most challenging project I should say and um, yet he is the absolute love of my life I just adore him I think he is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen and he's my little buddy he comes to the studio he loves all the ladies at adult ballet he smiles at them this child has the most beautiful smile he smiles truly with his eyes and um, I know everyone thinks that their own baby is the most gorgeous thing since sliced bread but truly I just him smiling kills me and it is so beautiful knowing which obviously I hadn't you know, I should have already known, but I didn't really think about the fact that because he comes to work with me and mum looks after him, though, he, he doesn't, I'm currently, I don't teach with him, but um, all the women from adult ballet come in in the morning and they say hello to him before entering class. And he is just loving new face after new face and he flirts with everybody and it's pretty adorable. And what I, what I didn't think about was the fact that everyone will get to see him grow up and it's super special. And um, I think it's going to be a really magical childhood for him. So I keep joking though, the only problem is when he goes to school, he's going to come home and especially if he has a female teacher, he's going to be like, why is she not obsessed with me? Because <laughs> everybody here is absolutely obsessed with him. So 
Very, very cute. One of the cutest things is that we've got lots of people in our adult ballet community from all walks of life and all parts of the world. And a lot of them speak different languages and have beautiful accents. Bo loves an accent. He loves anybody that has an accent and speaks to him as if he's like a grown adult. He thinks it's great. He has the most beautiful smile and just laughs at them. And yeah, just in a nutshell, look, he brings so much joy to everyone and myself and yeah, so here's a little challenging project as I'm learning all babies are, but my gosh, I'm, as you can hear, very in love. So that is where I have been, having a baby. Now, I got a lot of questions when I put up a question box um, for this episode to sort of help me structure what I was going to talk about. I've sort of done a little bit of a structure um, so that I don't go completely off track. I could probably mumble and jumble um, in this episode for hours, but we'll keep it nice and short and sweet. First of all, though, I just wanted to say um, welcome to the audience. So welcome back. And I just want to express some gratitude for your support during my hiatus. As you know, I did batch record a bunch of episodes before I went on maternity leave. And this was as much for me as it was for you. So leading into that, the first question was, how was maternity leave? And as you know, I would kind of joke before I went on maternity leave about the fact that um, I was sort of like, is this going to be a holiday? Like, is this, I've never taken so much time away from the business. Is this going to be a nice break? Like, you know, just relaxing. No, 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 no. So having a newborn, I have come to learn is like Groundhog Day, you know, waking up in the morning after already waking up a thousand times during the night, if you even went to sleep. Um, starting the changing of the nappies, starting the feeding, starting the burping, and then trying to get him to sleep. We'll talk about that in a second. And then um, repeating all over again. And then amongst that, trying to find the time to eat some food. And especially because I was breastfeeding, being so hungry, but um, yeah, struggling to even find a moment to eat, which is so bizarre. It is so unfathomable. Like when you're at home, not really doing anything, how you don't have the time to eat. It's just bizarre. But anyway, the time just disappears. You're just in a weird time warp. Um, Obviously, I had my husband at home who was very, very helpful. But yes, a lot falls on the mother, a lot. Um, How was my maternity leave? Um, I found breastfeeding super super hard I found it so difficult Um, my mum was sort of a big blessing during this period and she was incredibly supportive but she kept saying yeah no one speaks enough about how difficult it is and I think because you know we're led to believe that it's so natural and I, I guess that it is but it was I found it so hard I found it so incredibly hard Bo didn't like latching Bo was also very very um leisurely and so he would just stay on there for ages and um, yeah it was a whole process the other thing during my maternity leave was that um, just learning all about this new little human and sort of trying to get to know him and I must admit and this is something I actually hadn't really heard I'd listened to so many podcasts before I had Bo because I mean that's where I get a lot of my own information um, because I love podcasts they're easy to listen to in the car and when I'm at work or if I'm cleaning and something I wasn't actually prepared for and I thought I'll talk about on the podcast because I um, yeah I didn't I didn't really hear it spoken about 
whilst I'm in absolute love with Bo now and think he is just the best thing in the world, when he was first born, they're kind of like a little potato and they just don't really give you much back and they're so requiring of, of you and everything you've got to give them but they give nothing back not even a smile for so long and I did find it very very difficult to connect with Bo and to sort of wonder why people do this and I was like oh my god how do people have multiples I've never been so sleep deprived in my life he cries all the time and look the reason he cried all the time was because he had colic And I didn't know that for quite a while. So when I finally worked out that he had that, I did feel a lot better because then I felt like I wasn't failing and that it wasn't just me. Um, And that it wasn't that he was, you know, completely unhappy. I mean, he was a little bit unhappy because obviously he had colic, but it wasn't my fault. Um, And I think that contributed to me not being able to connect and, you know, I, I saw, I guess, on Instagram or wherever I saw it, there was always lots of beautiful pictures and videos of new mums sitting at home or on their, you know, lovely couches, you know, cradling their baby that was sleeping. And Bo didn't sleep because he was so uncomfortable and he didn't like being still. He sort of still doesn't really, um, to be honest, but... My maternity leave was a lot of lunges down the hallway, uh, lots of strange swaying up and down. Um, That was the only way that he would get comfortable and fall asleep. And it was so tiring. I would wake up a shell of a human and I would just be really shaky from my body just sort of bouncing around and moving and lunging down the hallways of my tiny apartment. and yeah, that was really, really hard. So those, those first eight weeks was just an absolute blur. And I did. I felt like a bit of a failure because I was like, what is wrong with me? Why aren't I connecting with this little human that everyone around me is so in love with? Fast forward to now and oh my gosh, I couldn't be more in love if I tried. I think he is just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And so as you heard from my intro, I don't need to say anymore. Um, that has obviously you know, those feelings of, of those earlier feelings have dissipated and I am completely in awe of him. Um, now, I've probably skipped a little bit here, but I also, you know, had a real big think about how much I wanted to share in relation to the birth. I had a lot of people ask me about how did the birth go? Now, for me, that's such a blip on the radar um, and nothing compared to the actual um, beginning of parenting yeah, journey um, throughout the maternity leave stage. But um, I'll touch on it slightly. So as you know from previous episodes, I had a scheduled C-section. So the weirdest thing about a scheduled C-section is that I was teaching right up until the night before I gave birth. And so I had the last class, um, an intermediate adult ballet class on a Thursday night until 8.30 p.m. And all my staff were here and mum was here. And I was like, cool, okay, guys, bye. And mum was like, good luck tomorrow. Like, it was just so weird. And then mum's sort of patting my belly. And then one of our beautiful teachers here, Miss Meg, gave me a little pat on the belly. And they were sort of like, see you on the other side. Um, it was so weird because I don't, I don't think I've known anyone to have a scheduled C-section before in my life. And so... It's always been a bit of a waiting game with my friends. Whereas with me, I was kind of like, cool, you all know he'll be here tomorrow. Anyway, so I went home and then the next morning, um, my husband and I checked into the hospital at about 5.30 in the morning and 
at six o'clock, I was stretching on the floor of my hospital room, waiting for someone to come collect me and take me to the birthing suite for my C-section. Um, and I'll actually, I think this is pretty funny. Something I wasn't quite prepared for was when you have a C-section, you're kind of wheeled out, obviously, because it's surgery, next to other people who've had surgery, like knee reconstructions and, um, I don't know, just all sorts of things. And so... I don't know, I kind of thought I was going to be wheeled into a room of other people who'd just given birth, but I wasn't. And it was so funny because some people clapped and some people just stared at me funny. And then I'm just like in shock looking down because there's this baby on my stomach and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what is what is happening? Like I know I had so much time to prepare for this, but it was just, yeah, no one really sort of explains how, um, well, I hadn't heard anyone explain how odd a scheduled C-section is. Um, but yes, if you've listened to previous episodes, um, I had that for health reasons and it was still a really beautiful experience. There was the Beach, Boy play, beach Boys playing, um, which is um, really fitting because my husband is a surfer. And so that was lovely. And the anaesthetist took these beautiful Polaroid shots. And the pediatrician grabbed my phone and took some amazing, amazing photos. If I'm brave enough, I might share one. I don't know. So don't hold me to it when this podcast episode comes out. But... Um, I, yeah, it was still a really beautiful experience. And um, the only thing, the only thing that went wrong was the fact that I really wanted to do a maternally assisted cesarean, um, which is a relatively new thing. But unfortunately, at the last minute, I was unable to do it because they were struggling to get my um, drip in. Um, so that was a bit tricky. But otherwise, everything went really beautifully. And um, yeah, I'll leave that one there. But yes, so... Maternity leave, um, yeah, was just a big blur, especially those first eight weeks. And um, yeah, I think someone said, could you mention any challenges um, that you encountered? And yeah, hundred. I mean, obviously I've already spoken about breastfeeding. I've already spoken about the fact that Bo had colic and that was really difficult. Um, but in regards to personal challenges, everything just went out the window. You know, I like I was prepared for it, but I also wasn't. As you all know, I have a really strong morning routine, evening routine. I have a lot of structure to my day. And I think that's why I really struggled with um, just everything going out the window. My morning routine, my exercise, my quality of sleep, my meditation, my boundaries, what I mean by that is I mean when you're standing in the shower at the hospital after giving birth and completely naked and the nurses are watching you have a shower so you don't pass out. Um, yeah, boundaries were gone. <laughs> and I'm usually a very private person. So that was odd. Um, and then just your relationship goes out the window with everyone. So your your relationship completely changes with your husband, with, I mean, with your mum, with your sister, with friends. It's just so strange. It's almost like friends are like, welcome to the mother's club. And your mum's sort of, you have a newfound respect for your mother and you look at your husband and they're all of a sudden a dad. And so everything goes out the window. Morning routine, exercise, quality of sleep. Like I said, meditation, boundaries, and then the relationship with everyone. And that's a lot. Like if you put it like that, that is a lot. And then on top of that, all of a sudden there's a new relationship as Bo's mum 
Yeah. Like who is that person? Who is that person? I don't know. (laughs) It took a little while to work that out, but something I'm a lot more comfortable now, five and a half months in so much more, so much more comfortable. Um, Another question, what else did I have? So really lots and lots of questions about balancing motherhood and studio ownership. So um, a few personal insights. Um, Obviously being a new parent has completely influenced um, how the running of the business behind the scenes will go. I think I'm really proud of the fact that, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, if you're a client of mine, but I think the business ran incredibly smoothly while I was gone. I did a lot of prep, which I spoke about in an earlier episode, um, to get to this point of being able to take maternity leave and be able to um, have everything run as smoothly as possible. But in saying that, my gosh, my mother, Sharon, who you're all a big fan of, has worked so hard this year. She has worked so incredibly hard. I just, I don't even know how to thank her. Like going shopping and buying her a bougie, amazing present wouldn't even be enough. It wouldn't even scrape the surface. What she has done on a business and a personal level for me this year I can't thank her enough. I know that she is my number one listener of the podcast. So, thanks, mum. I just, I don't even know how to thank you. So, that's what a a lot of people, um, you know, say to me. They're like, oh, how are you making everything look so effortless? You're already back at work and blah, blah, blah. And mum, mum is the only reason why everything behind the scenes is still swimming along. Um, But I think the biggest thing is sort of now working out how to move forward. So we're putting in a few things in place just so that moving forward now, and I've got a little bit more of an insight into what I need to do, um, just to be able to keep everything ticking along and have the time to also be mum. Yeah, to also be mum and business owner, you know, and director of GC Dance and Balanced Ballerinas. But certainly not easy. Um, I've had a lot of people go, oh my gosh, you're making it look so easy. I want you to know, I'm, I'm not trying to actually make it look really easy. I just, I guess I don't really share when it's super, super hard. The podcast is different. This is kind of like an intimate setting. I feel like with the podcast... You guys know me best if you listen to the podcast and I want you to know that it's been incredibly hard and that's why I've sort of shared everything beforehand because I was worried that I was, you know, before I sat down to record this, projecting this image of everything being really perfect and like I've just slipped into motherhood with ease. It has been really tricky um, and a huge adjustment. But um, balancing the motherhood and studio ownership thing I think my ability to have discipline in no matter what I'm doing and setting a really strong routine is going to set me up really well. Um, That peace and please checklist that I rave on about all the time, that has really saved me. If I can tick a couple of things off a day, I feel really accomplished. I feel super productive and Bo can come along for a lot of those things. He can have a beautiful shower with me, maybe not a cold one. (laughs) Yeah. But in summer at the moment, it's pretty hot on the Gold Coast in Australia and he does enjoy a bit of a cool shower. But I can take him on walks. I can have him beside me playing whilst I do a little bit of let's just say interrupted meditation. (laughs) Although I do find, and this is really interesting, just as a side note, 
one thing that I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised about is because they take up so much of your time, these little babies, just in staring at them and feeding them, it can become quite meditative and a little bit um, of, a, of a practice of presence, yeah? I don't think I've ever seen, been so present in my life. And I know that it seems like I've spent, uh, I'm still on socials a lot because obviously you see me on socials a lot posting, but I don't spend a lot of time scrolling at all, at all. I'm kind of like get on, post, get off, or connect with the community in some way or another, or comment to people within our community, but I'm very much staying in a bubble on there and then jumping off and then being in my bow bubble, yeah, or my family bubble. So, yeah, so, you know, having a really strong routine, I think is really key at the moment and being able to, as much as possible, yeah, bring um, Bo along for that ride and be like, buddy, this is what we're doing. Um, because as, you know, a lot of you know, babies don't have very strong routines at times and they'll just throw you curveballs. So that's lots of fun. Um, but I also wanted to talk about, because people have asked me about sort of wanting to reflect on how... Oh, this was a good question, this one. So I'd love you to reflect on how being a new parent has influenced your perspective of ballet and personal development. Okay, so there's a lot of um, information out there and I guess storytelling about when you become a mother, you lose your identity. And some people really struggle with that and find it incredibly challenging to figure out who they are after giving birth. And again, like I said, I found it really hard in those first six to eight weeks. But then after that, I started teaching again and people were sort of like, oh, gosh, you're back early. You know, I thought you would have taken a little bit more time. And um, I initially thought I would be doing that as a business decision. But in hindsight now, it was just as much for me as it was for my beautiful students. So... Obviously, being a mother and especially when you're breastfeeding or not even just when you're breastfeeding, but you've got a lot of contact, yeah? So, a lot of contact time with the baby. And when class time approached, so, you know, 10.30, I walk in to teach for an hour. I'm me again. I kind of was free. Mum had bow. And I was free to move around and most importantly, move my body in a way that is incredibly familiar to me. So being able to essentially take class with my lovely students and take them through the journey of an adult ballet class or any ballet class really, that um, is so familiar to me. And so because it's so familiar, it's so comfortable rolling through plies and tendus and jetés and into our rondes and into you know throughout bar getting to grand batman doing our calf rises coming in the center doing a center practice um it was just so familiar to me that it made me feel so comfortable yeah i felt like me um i felt quite awful sitting on the couch for those first six to eight weeks not because I didn't think that the work I was doing was important. I did, 100%. But I felt like my body was just like stiffening and just disappearing into the couch. And I felt my shoulders hunching forward and I felt my neck changing alignment. And I felt my posture just, just, just disappearing. And that's what made me not feel like myself. 
So after that short period of time, then jumping back into the studio and getting back into that familiar sense of movement um, that I so love and crave, my identity just was like switch back on. Like I just found myself again. I was like, this is what I can do. Yeah, this is what I do. This is what I'm good at. And this is, um, yeah, just the best. It was so good just being able to sort of have that space for me. And I've always told my students, I've always said, you know, me time is crucial. It's so important for you to be a better mother, a better wife, a better sister, a better daughter, you know, a better son, you know, I'm not just talking to the ladies, um, a better friend. And now more than ever, do I truly understand what I was preaching, if that makes sense. I used to joke about the fact that um, I used to be like, oh, I can teach, I can teach an open ballet class with my eyes closed or I could teach her to sleep I really am sometimes half asleep when I'm walking into the studio most of the time um, because my little cheeky monkey is up a lot during the night and difficult to get down um, doesn't like sleeping Bo really doesn't like sleeping I keep saying to mom what am I doing wrong she's like I think he just has very low sleep needs because other than that during the day he's very happy very, very happy. So it's not like the lack of sleep is making him unhappy. He's laughing and giggling all day, the little pudding. Um, But yes, so I am literally a walking example of what I used to joke about. You know, the fact that I could, I could teach, you know, an open ballet class with my eyes closed. I could teach her to sleep. Well, now I know that I can (laughs) because that is what I am doing most days. Um, Okay, what else have I got here? Studio updates. Um, A couple of people have asked me, are there any updates since returning? Not really. Um, GC Dance, we're we're sort of towards the end of the year. So my school-age students, um, so which is GC Dance, we're taking enrolments for 2024 now and they are coming in thick and fast. It is sort of a time of year where a lot of studios slow down. But in the lead up to Christmas, I like to get everyone's enrolments in. Helps parents feel really organised so they can switch off on the summer. Students then know what they're doing and we then know how to sort of cater to them. So they're coming in thick and fast. I don't think they've ever come in so quick. I've so many enrolment forms on my desk to process, um, which is such a good problem to have. So... I'm just so proud of our team for pulling off an amazing end of year concert and beautiful classes this year. It was our first full year in the beautiful new studio. And so, um, yeah, I'm just so proud of us for really delivering because it's showing up in our enrolments now. Um, And in regards to Balanced Ballerinas, so when this episode comes out, it'll actually be the last day of term. We'll have our Christmas party. Um, I always do glass after class. We have a beautiful ballet class followed by some champagne and some nibbles, and that's our Christmas party. Um, So I'm really excited for that when this episode drops. And... um, In regards to the online space, I'm really wanting to do another live round. Actually, I've never done a live round. I've just done, obviously, um, open enrollments for my 12-week adult ballet course. But I am trying to organize a live round of the 12-week adult ballet course. So stay tuned for that. Um, Follow me on socials and you'll hear all about it. I'm just trying to work out the perfect time to begin. And, um, yeah, that's about it. So, um, 
Oh, there's a question here about strategies for finding balance and strategies for doing everything that I'm doing and fitting everything in. You know what? It is a struggle most days. Like I said, I'm so sorry if I'm making it look easy. I just want you to know it's tricky. But also, you need to find a Sharon Canning, aka my mum. Uh, that's the only way any of this is all getting done. Um, and yeah, so that's about it. I um, just wanted to say again, thank you so much and just express gratitude for just having the best community. You guys, when Bo was born, I just received the most beautiful and really respectful messages, messages that were like, I just wanted to say, I'm so excited. He's here. What a gorgeous name. Like, congratulations. Please don't feel like you need to reply to this. Please don't reply. That was so lovely. Like, thank you so much. Because of course it was very overwhelming. And um, I didn't spend a whole lot of time on my phone during the, those first newborn days. Um, it was just a big haze of sleepless nights and lunges down the hallway. So um, that was really beautiful. Thank you so much to my in-person community, all the beautiful gifts I received oh, for a long period of time there. I did not have to buy bow clothes at all. I don't think we've ever really even bought him a toy. Um, my mum keeps buying him clothes and toys. She needs to stop. I keep telling her. Um, but <laughs> yes, he is one very loved little boy. And I'm sure this is not the last time you're going to hear about him. Um, I know that this episode was very much focused on just my maternity leave and what it's been like the last couple of months. Not a huge amount of ballet content, just how I'm trying to balance it all and find my new sense of balance. Um, so I'm sorry if uh, the whole motherhood or children thing is a little bit boring. Um, we have a great conversation coming up in a couple of weeks time to set you up for the new year. I've got the beautiful Virginia from Demi Point Dancewear coming on and we are going to have a chat about the year in review and moving into 2024, bit of goal setting bit of focus chat um i hope you enjoy that but yes again thank you so much for being you and it's good to be back behind the mic i hope you have a beautiful week filled with peace and plies and uh, lots of love from me and baby Bo. Mm-hmm.